0: With me over in Luke chapter 22, and I'll have to read two verses there and then go back and see just what the reason was that Jesus said this. Luke 22 and verse 31, and Jesus was talking, and he said, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon.
1: Behold, Satan hath desired to have
0: you that he may sift you as wheat. But notice what Jesus said in verse 32. But he said, I have prayed for you
1: that thy faith fail not. And when, and when, Thou art converted, strengthen my brother. You may be seated. Now, this scripture here, I want to think upon the thought, and I think I gave it to you. Are we listening? Are we listening? God has gave me this message, and I want to tell you how God confirmed it this morning. And they don't know it. But there was a man, I was sitting there reading, and there's a man text
0: me, and he said, Why won't nobody talk to me this morning? I don't know who they had tried to talk to. He said, Why won't nobody talk to me this morning? I texted
1: him back, and I said, Because nobody likes you.
0: <laughs> because nobody likes you. I said, nobody
1: wants to talk to me
0: or something. I don't remember just how this conversation was going. And he
1: said, well, he said, I like them. He said, I'll talk to them.
0: But he said, they won't talk to me. I said, well, maybe they're not listening.
1: He said, yeah, they're listening. He said, I just don't think they're hearing. I texted him back, and I said, Brother, I said, try being a pastor for a while. Try being a pastor for a while. If you think you're talking and they're not listening, just try being a pastor for a while. It's not that people don't hear it just they don't listen. And we're living in a world, in a society, in the world, The majority. Well, all the world's gone that way. And sometimes I think a lot of the churches is gone that way. But what was happening here, Jesus had sent some of the disciples in to the city to make ready the Passover. And he said, whoever you see kind of jug of water here in this passage of Scripture. He said, follow him in and ask him where the Lord, of uh, the chamber's at for us, the Lord, to have the last supper. So we find here in chapter 22 that they went and done and found as Jesus said to do. And so Jesus, when it was ready, the Bible said that Jesus went with his disciples up in the upper chamber, where they had made ready the Passover supper, which was the last meal Jesus said that he was going to have with the disciples. Now, Jesus had told them this time and time and time again. Jesus had told them time and time and time again that the end was coming near from, for him. They heard him But evidently, just like people today, his word went in one ear and out the other. Are we listening, church today? Now, if you think that the devil is going to bother everybody else and leave you alone, you're going to have an awakening one of these days. I have. How many else? How many of you battled Satan all week? then you're, you're on the path of the right path. Let me tell you, when you better start worrying, Tracy, when the devil don't bother you, then you better start worrying. But let's get back here, because I want to get on over in here a little bit. And so we see that they had the Last Supper, and as he said at the Last Supper, Jesus spoke and he said, there's one among us here today that is of the devil. We know who that was, as Judas Iscariot. And I've often wondered, and I've even asked Dane, why did Jesus call him to be a, one of the twelve apostles, knowing that he was of the devil? Has anybody got an answer for that this morning? I don't have an answer for it. But Jesus had a reason. For doing that. But notice he was with. He was with Jesus. As the other eleven were. For three and a half years approximately. He was there. I'm sure. When he raised up. Lazarus from the dead. I'm sure he was there. When he healed a woman. of the issue of blood. I'm sure he was there when he raised the young boy off from the bed, dead bed in the end. I'm sure he was there when he opened the blinded eyes. Judas was there. Judas seen it. Judas was one of the twelve. Do you think the other eleven disciples knew who Jesus, who Judas was? They just knew him by name. Do you think they knew? And of all the, and, and here's something else that I didn't understand. Judas was chosen to carry the purse. You said, what's that? The money bag. What the disciples tucked in, working and so on and so forth, and people give them. He was the one that carried the money to buy this and that, whatever they needed. But he was a thief. But it's about to be brought to the light, and if you've got sin in your life and you're living for the devil and pretending to be one of the Lord's disciples, it's going to start coming out here in the last days. And when he sat at the table that night and Jesus just calmly said, he said, one of you, one of you amongst us is of the devil. You are the devil. And they began to inquire, is it I? Is it I? Ask one another, is it I? Is it I? Is it you? Is it you? And they began to question. They didn't know which one it was though they'd been with him. There had turned the person. They've been with him, but they really didn't know him. Sometimes I think I know people. I think I know them. Just for what they tell me, they are to me. But I have some of the closest people over the years of my ministry. I have some of some people that I really had confidence in. And really believed in. And I've had them to say. Brother Ralph. If everybody else leaves, you. I'll still be here with you. I'll still be with you. No matter what you're going through. I've always went through battle. I've had people tell me. I'll be there with you. You won't have to stand alone. But in the end. Them same people. It's gone. They're not here anymore. But <laughs> well, let me tell you something, church. I don't run very easy. I'm still here. You know why? Because God is still on my side. Amen. I'm on the winning side, Brother Lloyd. But let me get back here, and Jesus and one of the not in this part here, Luke 22, But in some of the other Gospels, one of them, it said Jesus looked at Judas knowing he was the one, and Judas knew he was the one, that had done went and sold Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. There's people today who say, well, why in the world did he sell the Lord out for 30 pieces of silver just for a little money? Remember what the Bible said over in the book of Timothy? The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. Is anybody listening to me this morning? The love of money is the root of all evil. People say, well, he's talking about million No, he ain't talking about millionaires. He's talking about if you love a dollar, even a dollar more than you love Jesus Christ, it's sin. You say, Brother Ralph, that's pretty straight stuff. But it's the truth, is it not? And Judas loved money more than he loved the Lord. You think about it. There's people full, the world full of people today uh, that loves money and loves material things more than they love God. They say, how do you know that? Where are they at this morning? They're enjoying not the Creator, but the creation uh, that God has built this morning. And it don't take much of an excuse this morning to get people mad and get them going out of church. We need to put on the whole armor like David did, Tony, and we need to stand up and fight. Amen? And so he looked at Judas, and he said, Judas... whatever you're going to do, he said, do it quickly. And you know, I believe the other disciples sat there and they still didn't understand what Jesus was saying. Whatever you do, Judas, you better do it now. Now notice, Jesus knew Judas. He knew him and he picked him. And I believe he picked him because he knew Judas was a thief and Jesus wanted to try to help him And Jesus gave him opportunity, Tracy, opportunity after opportunity. And Judas kept on doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Uh, And when you do that, these consequences are faced. And Judas was fixing to suffer the consequences. Uh, Amen. But Jesus noticed uh, the last night, the last night uh, and the last meal, Jesus gave him one more change uh, to repent. And I believe if Judas said, Lord, I'm head. I'm sorry, I'm the thief, Lord. Uh, Lord, I've sold you out for money, uh, and Lord, will you please forgive me? How many believe Jesus would have forgiven him? Jesus would have forgave Judas, and everything would have went on, uh, but it was not that way. Judas, the Bible said, got up and left out, and went and threw the money down uh, at the uh, people's feet, the church people who he had sold Jesus out at. Throwed it down, said, oh, I don't want the money. But they told Judas, Judas, that's blood money. So we don't want it. You're the one sold him out. We're the one bought him. We don't
0: have this money. You're going to have to suffer the consequences, all. And you know what happened to Judas? The Bible says he went out and killed himself.
1: You remember this scripture, church. Is anybody listening? As St. John 10 and 10, Johnny, the Bible said, Jesus himself said it. He said the enemy is coming to kill and to steal and to destroy. What's he doing today? You hear her talking over there? He's trying to destroy you. He's trying to destroy you and he's trying to destroy you. He's trying to destroy your children. And he will if you don't wake up. Is anybody listening this morning? And he went out and Jesus said, he went on down there in verse 23. And he said, and they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing. And there was also a strive among them which of them should be counted the great. The other eleven disciples, they began to ask people, is it I, was it you, was it you? And they began to argue among themselves. Who's going to be the greatest? Who's the greatest in the eyes of Jesus? Boy, we got a lot of that going on today. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about in the church. Sometimes it seems to me like sometimes, uh, Brother Lloyd, everybody wants to be a preacher. Or they think they do. Everybody wants to be a teacher. Everybody wants to be a singer. Everybody wants to be up here. They want to be the top. I remember what Jasper Pike said one time, Jared, your husband down there at the mill. He said, I'll tell you what's the matter. He said, down here, he said, there's too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Hey, 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 man, Is anybody listening this morning? <laughs> and when problems come up, it's a preacher's fault. Oh, if you won't be chief among you, right here it is. Come on. Come on.
0: <laughs> Boy, I'm glad I feel the anointing I feel this morning. Eric, I'm not scared of the devil. If he walked up my face, I'd slap him. But we all,
1: we all are subject to temptation. Amen. It's not that we're not going to be tempted. We're going to be tempted. And I said a while ago, I'm telling you, when the devil quits tempting you, uh, you better be finding you and all or you better start getting serious uh, and you better start listening to God instead of thought somebody else is telling. Amen. And so Peter, he, so he got on down there. In verse 31, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Oh, He said his name twice. Now, my mom, when she used to say Ralph Leon, I had it. I mean, I had it. Ralph Leon. Notice here. Jesus said, the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Behold. What does that word behold mean? It means to look, listen, listen. Pay attention. He wanted, he, Jesus wanted Simon to get Simon's attention. That's the reason he called his name twice. You know, Simon, Simon, behold, listen to what I'm going to tell you. So he said, Satan, behold, Satan hath a desire to have you, and he may sift you uh, as we. Let me tell you something today, friend. When you think you're strong enough uh, to go up against the devil and win, uh, he will do just like Jesus said he'd do to old Simon Peter. Uh, he said he'll sift you as we. You're no comparison when it comes to quoting Scripture with the devil. You don't have to. You don't have to. Quit trying it. Quit trying to fight your battle yourself. Yes, you've got to take a stand when you're in a battle. But we've got to be like David was. We've got to go to the enemy and say, look, uh, you come to me with a knife and a sword, but I come to you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. It's time grown-ups start with, acting like children and starts acting like Christians.
0: Amen. Boy, some of you are saying, boy, I wish he still had the COVID. he wouldn't be here this morning. <laughs> Well, I don't have,
1: and I am. And he said, Satan desires to have your with But listen what Jesus said. I've always said that word, but, starting out with a saying, and you better listen because he's got power behind it. He said, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, he had backslid on God and hadn't realized it. He said, when thou art converted, when you understand, if you're listening and you understand what I'm saying to you, uh, he said that your faith will fail now. And when thou art converted, uh, he said, then strengthen the brethren. Strengthen the brethren. That's what ought to be on our hearts this morning, brothers and sisters. Uh, not putting one another down when they get down and grinding them out uh, but we need to be a praying for them and lifting them up. Uh, but sometimes people act like they have never sinned a sin in their life. Uh, they act like they have never made a mistake in their life. Uh, well, let me tell you something. Uh, if you think that you're going to a church uh, where we don't make, make mistakes and that we're simply perfect, uh, then you're in the wrong church and you need to move on somewhere else.
0: I've been talking on the phone since I had that COVID, and I've talked for all night, and I get hoarse. Somebody said, boy, I wish you'd hurry up and do it. Oh, I feel good, my
1: strong voice is still strong this morning. Why? Because I came this morning uh, because God was sent me here with this message, church, to say and to tell you, uh, and every preacher ought to be a and to stand in the pulpit Church, you better wake up and listen. The time is running out. It's running out. We sat back and we like, Oh, all that mess is going on over in the air. Well, we ain't over in there. Let me tell you, it's going on right here in the United States, and New York, and Chicago, and these other places. And it's going to be in your little town one of these days. It is, Brother Mark. He said, Listen. And he said unto him, Lord, notice what Peter said, ain't hey, he just like a, he said, and he said unto the, and he said unto him, him, Lord, I am ready, I am ready, listen to this, to go with thee, both into prison and even to death, oh Lord, you don't know what you're talking about, Lord, yeah, you're talking to Peter, uh, you're talking to one of the apostles, Lord, uh, no, don't you worry about me. He said, I'm, I'm ready. Let's, let's go. Let's get it on with. I'm ready to go with you to death or in prison or I'm ready to die with you. Lord, I'll not forsake you. Lord, I'll never deny you. That's just like a lot of us today. Hey, As long as things are going good, Brother Lloyd, and going our way, we don't need Jesus. So, as we think, I would not going to walk out of my door to my house without you. Amen? What was Peter telling Jesus? Jesus is just told him. Peter, Satan desires to have you. Matter of fact, Satan done had him. Evidently, because Jesus said, I'm going to pray for you, Peter, that when you repent, then you could strengthen the brother. Let me tell you something, leaders of the churches today, not here but everywhere else. If you've got sin in your life, you need not to be in leadership. If you've got sin in your life and living in sin, you don't need to be in this pulpit and you won't be if I know it. God will not bless a mess. God will not bless covered up sin. And that's another message right there. God won't bless it. But Peter said, oh, no, not me, Lord, not me. And notice what Jesus said in verse 34. And Jesus said, I tell thee, Peter, listen to this. I tell thee, Peter, the cock, the rooster, shall not crow three t- uh, this day before thou, that thou hast to shall thrice deny that thou knowest me. Peter said, Lord, I'll go with you. I'll die with you, Lord. I'll go to prison with you. Oh, I'll I'll go anywhere with you.
0: But Peter, Jesus knew better. He said, Peter, listen to me. Listen to me, Peter. He said, before the cock crows, before the cock crows, before the rooster crows, this day, this night, he said, you're going to
1: deny me three times. No, it ain't going to happen, Lord. No, Lord, I done told you I'll die with you.
0: <laughs> How many times we said, oh, Lord, no matter. I'm going to go with you.
1: And he said unto them, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, like ye anything, and all the disciples said, and they said nothing. Lord, we didn't like nothing when he called them out and sent them out two by two and said, go through Israel and preach the gospel. He said, don't take no script, don't take nothing with you. He said, the workman is worthy of his heart. Jesus said, did you like anything? They said, nothing, Lord. See, Jesus wanted them to depend upon him to meet their needs when they went out into the gospel. And they said, nothing, Lord. Then said he unto them, But now he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his scrip; And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say to you that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And Jesus said, It is enough. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives. <laughs> and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, listen to this, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. So this disciples said, Pray that you don't enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and knelt down and he prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. What was he praying about? What was the cup he's talking about? He was talking about that death that they are fixing to come and get him and lead him into Pilate's Hall and going to crucify him the next morning early after beating him, pulling the beard from his face, spitting on him and beating him with a whip with nine tails. Uh, that same night when he was in the garden, he knew they was coming. He knew Peter or Judas had sold him out. And he knew the death that he was facing. And he prayed, Father, If it's your will, let this cup pass from me. Who wouldn't pray that? He knew that the cross was coming. He knew that he was going to be nailed on the cross. He knew he was going to be beaten. He knew he was going to be slaughtered, Brother Law. And he prayed, Lord, if there's any way, let it pass from me.
0: But then he said, Lord, Father, said, not my will, but thy be done. Aren't you glad this morning? Aren't you glad this morning that Jesus said them words? If Peter said, Lord, say, Father, I can't go through it. I just can't go through. it. Then where would you and I be at today? Where would you and I be at today? But he said, Father, not my will, but thine be done. His father's will was done. They took him that come in the garden. Judas betrayed him with a kiss. Or they had asked him, said the church people, done this to him, and they said, how will we know which one is Jesus? Judas said, the one that I go kiss on the cheek. When he got to the garden, he went and kissed Jesus on the cheek. You remember again what Jesus said to Judas? He said, Judas betrayeth me, son of man, with a kiss. How are we betraying the Lord Jesus Christ this morning? What have we got in our life that we love more than Jesus? Not just saying it, but word. But how are we going to show that Jesus is number one in our life? And they came and they got him, led him up Galagotha hill that next day. So when they took him in. The Bible said over there, lay how much time? The Bible said when they took him in, to there that done all this, then Peter forsook the Lord. Peter, just remember, Peter said, no, I won't forsake you. Peter did in the garden of Gethsemane. And the Bible said back over there in Matthew chapter 26, 37, so all said it, so all done it. All said, we'll not forsake you. We'll not leave you. But they all did. But they all did. This morning. Are you listening this morning? Come and get a song.